part of blindsidepods.com. No! Oh yeah! We're back, baby! That's our guy, Blind Mike. The the Minifan show is necessary, important in America today. You can't live without that show. (laughs) Oh, man. Where the hell have you been? I've been all over. How did you get to Tahoe? What what the hell's going on that you're going to Tahoe? You see, there's something called planes, and you you get on them, and it's it's the craziest thing. You get on them, and you then you 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 pass out, and you wake up, and magically you're in a different your body's in a different uh, different location. It's it's something else. Did they find the cucumber that was shoved so far up your ass that made that picture? Oh my god, the prickly pear. Yeah. What do you want me to do? I, yeah, of course I'm going to get shit about the the headshots. It's not like I took it. It's like, okay, whatever. This the, the company the company did headshots. So I and I removed it because but you know. But what is with that face? You you couldn't think of another face? They said smile. So I smiled. <laughs> it looked like you're starting to smile and then the doctor's doing the prostate exam. <laughs> I thought I looked quite dashing, oh, you know? So Yeah, it's really nice. My girlfriend was so nice. She goes, she goes, "It looks great, but why are you raising your eyebrows like that?" Something like uh, that means you, that means you don't like it. <laughs> so, oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I was in Tahoe. It was actually awesome, man. We uh, we went like uh, like like tubing, but with like booze and 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 uh, down the river, um, down in the Truckee River. And then we also like rented a boat one day. Where could uh, go wrong. Yeah, we we rented a boat one day and drove around Lake Tahoe. Um, it was my girlfriend's birthday, so we got a helicopter ride over the over the lake. It was it was pretty it was pretty fun. Um, so it was a good time. Uh, and we actually did come back on Thursday, which everybody's like, oh, yeah, because if people come back from vacation all the time on Thursday. I mean, we were actually only supposed to come back on Tuesday, but we we postponed it because we were having such a good time. We just, you know, called out of work. And I think I said that that we were in like a car accident uh, to the to the airline so we could waive the uh, change fee. And we stayed out there. And, and, and this story has gone on entirely too long. I can't believe you let me tell it. I was stunned. I, I, I had you, you put me into hypnosis listening to that. God, well, wonderful. you don't have any kids. That's the thing. I'm just like stunned that you get on a plane, like say on a Friday, and be coming back on a Tuesday. Yeah, we took we 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 flew out Friday night. Um, we got in at like 11:30 Friday night. Went out um in San Francisco, and then we f- we took the red eye in Wednesday night, and then just went to work on Thursday. Those are two. I'm assuming you left from Philadelphia because that's a bad airport, and San Francisco's a bad airport. Yeah, we left from yeah in and out of Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for you. When did you call Brian Riccio? Were, were you out in Tahoe talking to him? No, I was at, I was, um, I was at work in my car, the same car <laughs> on my lunch break when I was talking uh-huh. to Dave Portnoy. What possessed you to want to talk to Brian? Why did you need to engage him? Because I wanted to confront him. Um, because I spoke with some people that had, were, that had knowledge of the situation and those people inform me of his participation, and I wanted to confront the guy. And I'm not going to cower and, and be a pussy about it. I'm going to talk to the guy. And you know, he took it in a crazy direction. Um, I was calm and collected the entire time. He informed me that he was recording it. I said, "Well, go ahead, but you don't have my consent to record it." Uh, and Pennsylvania, like Massachusetts, is a two-party state, so I would have gone. Uh, I would have gone Joe Curtitone uh, on him if he if he did release it. Um, 
And yeah, that quote, even though there are people that are saying, oh, he never said that quote about the gorillas or whatever, he, he absolutely said it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing a shtick or a character here. There is, you know, there is, there is not a doubt in my mind what he said. He, he said, used the F word on our podcast for homosexual. Yeah, so and he said he can use that word because he has a lot, a lot of, of lot of F gay friends. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem is that, and this is what bothers me is that you can do a podcast that is, by all intents and purposes, harmless. It's the Minifan Show. Like, well, we're not doing anything. We're not going. We're not actually. We don't. We don't have enough. It's not. It'd be one thing if I had a bully pulpit and we had millions of downloads and listeners and people that were like doing our bidding, um, that were following what we say and we're tacking. But if we go after somebody, we have a relatively small footprint for mm-hmm. for the the impact. Yes, we're we're a middle a small to middle sized podcast, but we have a relatively small backlash or or, or or ricochet effect if we go after somebody. Now that's different um, if we were we if we had Kirk numbers. Now that I can totally get, but we don't. And the fact that somebody would go after somebody, it, it to me the sad part is that it's peak 2019. That if I disagree with somebody enough, and somebody gets you know gets my Twitter account suspended because Twitter is life. I mean that account he did he was doing 100 tweets a day. Think about that. Oh, he uh, talked about that. He that during his day he sets a, uh, sets time after he's done smoking ganja that he does his social media stuff. So let's talk about the players, as far as I know, because I did get more information. I, today. I'm kind of fascinated by this because this never happens to me. Why are you a magnet for this? Well, is it be, just I, that I'm dull. So I think it's no. I think it's because I'm a shit stirrer, and that's one of the things that I. There were some comments that I saw that I think called me out, rightfully so. And they were saying something like, listen, like you, if you want to be in the middle of things and be a shit stirrer and call people out on Twitter and, and, and unearth things that people said and kind of play this gotcha journalism game, you can't be mad when people do it back to you. And, and that's absolutely right. I'm, I'm, I'll be just come clean with that. It's 100% correct. That's true. I've been playing that game and it came back and bit me in the ass. And thankfully, I've weathered the storm. Thankfully, everything's fine. Um, and it, you know, and if it happens again, then it's it, it, you know, listen, it, it's it, it, it's gonna ha- if it does happen again, it does. So be it. But you know, I do have the information on who sent it, address, phone number, everything. So just be aware of that and the repercussions of sending it again. I'm also filing for a um, oh god, it's a it's a no contact. I believe it's an order of no a no contact order. Um, or like a restraining order. So you can file for that um, for this individual. So that way, if it does happen again, I can trace it back and that's a clear violation of that. So that will be taking place soon. Um, But I think I have to agree that, yeah, you're kind of asking for it. So I think I just have to be mindful of the targets and ask, is it worth it? Is it worth it going after this individual? If there's going to be blowback that could potentially jeopardize things like employment. Now, thankfully, yeah, I don't have a family, I don't have kids, so I'm not in a position where it's you that big do, a deal. You didn't do anything that you were going to get fired. So if you are going to get fired, you'd have a lawsuit. You haven't so, done anything. So, DC, we need to unpack it, though. Um, so there's... Hard old word. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, I'm not doing any. Uh, we're, we're, there's no. There's no MHB shtick. Uh, the show. I'm trying. I'm trying to get away from that too because <laughs> I feel like that's tiring. Um, how do? What did you think of our listen up dummies? By the way, I thought Loved that it. we were. Yeah, I thought I, that I played was. Played it on the way to work this morning. I really liked it. Yeah, Mike and I had pretty good chemistry there. I think that was the first time that that we've done a show together in a while, and it did feel pretty good. Felt pretty natural. So I enjoyed. I enjoyed that listen up dummies with him. Now I don't know if I'm going to enjoy him doing a Minifan show ripoff uh, or or. Your post show, I think that. I mean, what did you think of my idea 
that how about he just does all the prep work and sends you all the sound and then then you still put then you still do the voiceover for the the week in review show <laughs> you don't like that oh. you hate that no it's the wrong one <laughs> oh yeah i mean i think that's a good idea i think that would help you out at least yeah, that way Steve you don't have to not... do all the legwork and you don't have to find all the sound clips like you can just you just get there you can just sit and record it and and put it together and be done with it I would be happy to have that type of help. I, I have had some help. Uh, the individual who was sending me some stuff, uh, I'm going to be a little cautious of. But if are Mike you talking about to- Helen Helen Kellerin? Yes. Ah, Helen Kellerin. But okay, so we'll get to we'll get to that um, uh, guy in a second. Um, that yes, um, I did tweet out from the show account that I was a little peeved about the uh, the second Minahan sh- the second Minifan show. Yeah, the the uh, the carbon copy that they're doing to try and give Mike some money. Yes. Well, here's the thing: if if why not they why don't they just have Mike be the producer, the full time producer for the Minifan show? That sounds perfect. He finds us all of our sound. He does our show prep, our rundowns. He types everything up. He sends us all the clips. He gives us the rundown before our shows. He, we can even give Max a, he can even get his own soundboard and he can splice <laughs> us in. We, he, we, we can have him go back to, you know, Red 13 Studios and do the soundboard himself as we, as we you know, he doesn't have to speak or anything. It's not like he's going to add anything to the show, but he can, he can be behind the scenes. He can basically be like doing, <laughs> I mean, is that a bad idea? Do you see <laughs> I think so, seeing as he can't see. He, we would need to blow this up for him pretty big. Wow. Now, I'm not trying to shit on him for not being able to see, but this is not in his wheelhouse to do that type of producer type stuff of pressing buttons and writing things and sending that. It's just, it's not what he's good at. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's bad. It's just, that is not his talent. So let's go back to the, let's go back to the main point. We'll, we'll attack these one at a time here. So let's start. Oh, by the way, I know we're going to be all over the place. So you asked why I have so much drama. There's so much, in fact, that if you go on the um, Kirk Menahan show Discord, which is actually pretty fucking I, I awesome. I can't get it. I, I haven't it's been awesome. there. It's good. Go to it. Do it. You got It's great. It's great. I, D- I'm intimidated DC. by the there's idea no, of it. There's a chat room where you can talk to people. The, it, it, once they verify you, so I have like all the rights in there because they verified me as like, you know, as because I'm, you know, they verified me as, as MHB, as like the, the Menahan guy. So basically I can go in there and I can start a voice chat. And like I can be chatting, like voice chatting with like twenty different minifans on like a round table. We can, Why we would I fig- want to do that? Because if we can figure out how to record it, we can actually do a true round table with all these fans. It would be fucking awesome. We need to figure out how to utilize it for the podcast. Didn't It'd be we, great. Haven't we ever tr- tried a, a round table? But how think of a go? but think of a but think of a round table with decent quality because you can use our USB mics, so you can sound perfect. But think of a think of a round table with thirty people, right? Now that would be interesting. How many of those people do you think can really have good content? Some of these guys, I'm telling you, are so fucking bizarre. Like you think that we're weird? Some of these people don't even like, and the majority of them, DEC, didn't find Kirk from EEI. They're all new people. They don't know. And in fact, so I was, I was asking their, they was asking for their input. They told me, listen, we love Kirk. We love the show. We're all about it. But we don't know any of the backstory of Kirk. So they're like, you You should do like, a. Like I was asking like what we could do for the Minifan show, like how we could kind of reinvigorate it or new things that we could do. And the, one of the th- things that kept coming up is people kept saying, we'd love to have like a 30 for 30 
but for Kirk, like Kirk's history at EEI, how he started out, clips of his old show, us kind of going through the history of how this all came about, because these guys don't have it. There's so many new listeners now because of the barstool bump I or what I'm have you. I guess I'm shocked by that. I just assumed it's, it's all wild. of the retreads. No, like it's wild. W-E-E-I. It's wild. I was talking to so many people and none of them knew the history on on that on Discord. So at least the Discord app, maybe it runs younger. It's a lot of younger on it. Like it's a kid. Kids use Discord. So, but the people I was talking to on there, first of all, they were fucking just psychos. Second off, they don't know the history of Kirk. So that might be a, like a 30 for 30 Minahan series. I'm, I'm going to let you in on something I've started working on. What's that? I've started preparing the Kirk Minahan, or the, I should say the Minifan show year in review. Ooh, I like this. I, I have started typing that up and I'm going to start from... It's more than a year, but I'm going to start from August 2018 because really that's when this year started. If well, we think about it, we started the path in run right now. We started in January. We started in January, but the the path that we're on with Kirk really started in August. It's almost like that year started when he the process yes. of leaving. Yes, and then we can even left. pull clips from we can even pull clips from my old podcast that I did uh, about you know the on one SoundCloud. Yeah, the SoundCloud. I think I had. I think I put out three episodes or two, something like that. So, and those are awful. I mean, if you listen to me back then, it sound you know, it's it sounds almost like that I guy. I enjoyed it. Who's the guy? Evan Lipschitz or no? What's his name? The the guy the guy that they played on the show who has who did a podcast about Kirk. What was his name? You know, what I'm talking I don't remember about. what his name was, but I think is it might have been Evan. I think. And he's, listen, yeah, he, <laughs> listen, Kirk. Listen, I like nice. Blind Mike, this, but. The fact that he doesn't have any sight is something that we just we just can't get over. Listen. I mean, people people who don't have sight are so screwed. He's what they call a life loser. A yeah. life loser. Um, no, that's not nice to you see. He's I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a fine. It's, it's not as easy as just cracking open a microphone and putting something up there to talk about Kirk. It actually takes a little bit of talent. Well, listen, do you have twenty thousand down or uh, uh, followers like he does on Twitter? No, I got like six sixteen hundred. Yeah. So well, there you go. Let's see that that's that's the case in point. But anyway, so to circle back on this Discord, I think it could be a possibility. I think we should look in there. But beyond Discord, on Discord. Jesus, what the fuck am I talking about? On Discord, there is a uh, MHB drama like channel where people go in, and it's a message board, and it's just recapping all of the drama you going on. You create your own drama. I was trying to get to this. You're a magnet. You create this. I'm not a magnet for drama. Yes, I, you are. The, the drama comes to me. DC, how do how do I create drama? Explain that to me. Because people know that if they attack you or do something, you're going to react in a nuclear way. Yeah, because it's I'm like an a, attack dog. What do you want like from me? It's like a good prank call. It's like the people prank call Francesa because of his reaction. The reaction's funnier than the actual call. Your reaction is more entertaining than the actual act itself, and you never, you never don't deliver on this. Perfect, because I'm a content machine, DC. There are things that happen with me, and I just ignore it. Yeah, but 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 do you have a Discord channel but that recounts your the, the daily happenings of your life? I don't know if I want a Discord channel that does the daily happenings of my life. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if I want one either. It's kind of weird. Really, I'm really the boring. So my role, one, one of the things that Blind Mike said this week that was the greatest compliment I had is they kind of talked about me being the normal one that I don't really get upset about anything because yeah. they were bashing Colin A, and I'm like, that's the brand I want. You are. They talk about they they piss on my kids, they piss on me, and I never speak up about it. You are solid. I will give you that. Like you're, so that's you're, my role. I'm you're trying stable. to keep you in check. Yeah, you're stable. You're solid. 
Um, you you are you are like the rudder of the ship, and I am the I don't even know uh, I don't even know what I am. I'm the fucking drunk captain, is what I would say. You, Not even you, captain. I'm I'm the stowaway. I'm the you're drunk the guy stowaway. who takes the Adderall and snorts it. Yeah, people kept saying that I was moving around too much. <laughs> I like mean, Joe Cocker. I mean, I'm not fucking Mark Don Darrow. My God, have you ever yeah, seen? Yeah, he looks Mark like Don? Joe Cocker. He's, he's just he's back and forth, oh, side to side, in and out. In and out. It's, it, it literally he looks like a man having a spastic attack. It really does when you watch Mark Don Darrow. Now I'm not that bad. I I can't say I get animated, but I mean, would you rather me be low energy? Would you rather me sound like the Evan Lipschitz guy, the the one that did the the, the podcast about Mike being a life loser? I, I don't know. But anyway, so so you say I'm a magnet for drama. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Tell me what you know, because I feel like I'm involved in it, and it makes sense to me. How? What is your understanding of what happened to me the past, let's say, two, week and a half, two weeks maybe? Uh, it's tough. I, ha- I feel like I have to do work to catch up with you. So here's what I think happened. Are we going back to the doxing, or are we just talking yeah, about the Yeah, let's go back email? to We'll do the whole thing. We'll do the whole thing. All right, so we go back to the barstool guy. I go through Twitter and see that you've you've got your real name up there and you're talking about being doxxed or whatever, and I couldn't figure out what happened. And I had to dig a bit to figure out that this barstool investigator guy figured out who you are. Then for whatever reason, he starts tailing me, and so I blocked him everywhere I could, and he said, well, I'm still going to come after you, and nothing came of it. So you have that, and then you react. Uh, then you get the email to your work, and then there is this massive nuclear reaction from Tahoe. I think the funny thing is like, it's the idea of you in Tahoe or in your car typing away on your phone while the air conditioner is kind of running, but you got to run back in the building. It's this whole thing that you're with this one guy at work, but you're this crazy guy in this vacuum it's, oh my god! I'm exp- I'm explaining this to um like the 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 security like the global security people the people that like stop hackers from getting into our system. And he's, <laughs> he's got to be the best conversation. And he's just sitting there looking at me like you are the biggest fucking moron that has ever walked this planet. <laughs> like what is wrong? Like he literally looked at me and goes, "So you do a podcast about a podcast, and a f- guy who doesn't like that podcast doesn't like you." And went after you because he doesn't like the podcast about the podcast or the podcast. Sounds about like, right. Exactly. Yes. Um, so I don't understand this whole bashing us for doing a podcast about a podcast. How are we any different than the podcasts about Star Wars, about Game of Thrones, the fucking Bachelor, the the Bachelor? How is that any different? How is this any different than the real K and C? It's not. And I it's think the it's same thing. It's 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 low hanging minifans. fans. That really is what it is. It, it's it, it's it's corporate barstool. It's Davy Mouse. It's it's corporate K Marco. I mean, I, it's just it, it, these, silly. These guys, it is. Oh, by the way, I'll be doing it five days a week. It's just that's my thing. Is that it, barstool used to be a place with some balls, and now they don't have balls. And you know, I think they're that compromised. They they are. Um, and and they 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 come at the minifans fans because it, it's it's a, it's it's an easy target. So yeah, we can start. I think so. So the guy, the Barcelona investigator guy, I get a, I get a text. And, and by the way, my theory about KFC knowing about this, I think still is is a hundred percent. Think about it, DEC. So first of all, why would he care? I see this tweet because I read all my mentions because I'm petty like that, and I see this tweet saying, "Who is the real MHB?" I don't think you're petty. I, I think you're vain. Okay, I'm a, whatever. Call it, you know, egotistical. Yeah. 
six of one, half dozen the go, other. Go ahead. All right. Uh, who is MHB? And then, then it's, it's a MHB expose. And it says, who is MHB? The Twitter troll who has sat behind the name MHB for years. For... So clearly, whoever so whoever wrote this piece, the whoever the barstool invested, the MHB thing was created after I did my Twitter. Yes, the, the barstool investigator guy is not an OG fan. Let's say that for sure. He's more of a stoolie and less of an EEI guy. So we can get Zambrano and the usual stuff, even the Murchisons. You can get them out of the way. Um, in fact, I think that the barstool investigator guy had more of a of a, of a legal bend. Um, right. This episode, by the way, is brought to you by Melick and Porter Law Firms. Um, anyway, so uh, I think he had more of a legal bend to him. Uh, and it said, The Twitter troll who has sat behind the name MHB for years, bashing media personality after media personality. That part is true. Producing over 4,400 tweets since joining Twitter in April of 2018. First of all, this is your first problem. If I joined in April 2018, it's kind of hard to be known as MHB for years. Um, just saying. Um, been known as MHB from like April. Yeah. Like Most, we started this and we were calling you Mark Hannon's balls. It just yes. kind of, we just kind of shortened it. But MHB it has a great, happened. it does have a brand, I would say. I, I, I do like that part of it. It's, yeah, it's, Crazy it's almost, has a brand. It's almost on par with the PFTs of the world and the big cats, you know, and the KFCs. It's, it's, it's got the same clout, I would say. Um, most likely, MHB has been desperate to break through into mainstream media since his career in writing never amounted to anything. First of all, I never had a writing job full time in my life. Um, so much that he has since tried to cling to the curtails, C-U-R-T-A-I-L-S, of others who have worked before him, most recently Kirk Minahan. And it talks about how I've done failing podcast after failing podcast and how I'm sucking the toes of Kirk Minahan. And then it gets into me, my work, where I went to school, quotes a bad poem, the, um, the uh, what is the, the orange haze one, a gentle hum numbs the ear. Um, and then he snippets the tweet where I called Stool Presidente um, dickless and said that he was scared um, because he didn't have Kirk's back. Um, and then he gets into the classes I taught. So th that's where it started. Now, the problem with that is... Uh, really mild trolling, by the way. I mean, yeah. I mean, Very well, mild. He, he did dox me. Now, now, the problem... Let me give you a little backstory. I was already mad about that because... About two weeks before the Barstool Investigator guy doxed me, I was already getting doxed from the likes of Riccio, um, the Young Jerks, and uh, the Capote Duncan. And St Steve Robinson. Let's not... Well, what? No. Steve Robinson is a, is, a, is a friend of mine. He's a good friend. Good friend. Yeah, but he's he put the breadcrumbs there. I don't know. Nope. 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 Not going to go there, DEC. You're not going to bait me into that. Then there, was, then there were all the pictures that you put of yourself on your Twitter page, and then there were all those appearances on Trash Talk that you did on YouTube. Steve's a friend. That's what I would say. Steve's a friend. Okay. All right. So... I'm getting, you know, docs saying that there's no bigger asshole than this John guy. But, and like people putting the Capote guy putting out my full name. So I was already pissed about that. And then I see this. Um, and then I see this. And five minutes later, I see uh, Deke Zucker putting out the tweet saying about saying about people who want to stay anonymous online. It's not going to end well for them. It's the Feidelberg tweet. And I immediately fucking knew that they were talking about this. It's too big of a coincidence. Feilberg and KFC have between them what, six hundred thousand followers more maybe. So you're telling me of all their followers, of all the people tweeting at them, KFC randomly, just fucking randomly, five minutes while he's doing a show, mind you, sees the tweet from a guy called Barstool Investigator with zero followers, sees the tweet exposing me, 
reads the information, and then proceeds to discuss it just just ad hoc, just freestyling it on the air. Tell Are you me, trying to say KFC's involved? Yes, 100%. And So he's a Mets fan, but I don't think he's that deranged. And that pussy KFC won't respond to my DMs. I've been DMing him. If you want to be a man, KFC, listen, Kevin, uh, you know, I'm sure you're busy DMing you know, random people while, you're, while your wife is in labor, but how about you come on the show, discuss it with me, and we can have a nice little conversation about how you participated in, in this whole fiasco, Kevin. So listen, you, you, invite, invitation is open if you want to be a man about it. I know, you, I, know that, I know that you want to pretend that you're the 71 man in, in Omaha driving around there, that you're like ashamed to be a Minifan, but you're a fucking P1. You've listened to every single Minifan show. You can call me a wacko all you want. You can call me a crazy person. That's perfectly fine with me, Kevin. But come on this show and defend yourself. Explain yourself. That's all I'm asking for. Like with anything, I'm I don't asking think he... for... I don't think he looks to lower himself. He must follow you because I don't have a way of DMing him. Well, here's the, yeah, yes. Yeah, and he, that's the other thing is that he's been following me for like, for like four months. He's been following me. So he's lurking. He's clearly somebody who's involved in all of this world. He just is ashamed to talk about it publicly. It's like, come out in the open, Kevin. Let's have a conversation. That's all I'm going to say. Cause I know you listen. Um, I would, I, maybe, maybe if I talk to him, I'll be able to get him on. Yeah. You're better. I'm booker reasonable. Than I am. I'm reasonable. You, you are. You'll you'll never guess who maybe we can get on this show. I'll give you a hint. There's maggot. <laughs> Jesus, could you telegraph that? Anyway, I was gonna I was gonna say was this a former radio host? Maybe on his way drive back from 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 Maine, kind of bunk board or something like that. How uh, is that possible? No, no, I so, didn't get a no. Yeah, you didn't get a no. I got That's a very true. strong maybe this time. <laughs> well, only if we can we can talk about the debates and and and, and did you see Biden's eye filling up with with blood. I the the ass kissing message that I sent to him. I outlined everything. This oh is what we would talk about, and I and and I basically said, I hope you don't wipe your ass because it'll be clean by our tongues. I uh, um yeah, he's gonna um yeah he, he I mean he's I work, he's gonna have to uh, he's he's not gonna be happy with me that's for sure. Um, so no, I'll he might to. not be happy with you, but he likes me. I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think to. it would be fun for him. I think it would be a good time. We could ask him some questions. I've got questions about what really pissed you off about Dino. Uh, we could ask him, All right. what's your favorite Italian restaurant in Fort Myers and why? How's that the was Alfredo? Funny. So I don't care. I think that that was some of your best work. I, I know that it, that Kirk uh, said it, it said it was too insidey, but my God, that was fucking hilarious. For any P one of of Kirk, um, any true Mina fan is, would had to have. Did you get people reaching out saying how good that was? Nobody did. Okay. If well, anybody hasn't heard it, I have it now. Let's play it real quick. <laughs> it's two pump jump here. Get your man's arch nemesis and enemy of all men looking for a lasting and fulfilling sexual experience. I'm here in an Italian eatery in Fort Myers, where I've replaced an unsuspecting patron's Roman swipes with wet naps. Let's see if he notices the difference. Oh, a friend's wife saunters by and sits down next to the unsuspecting patron. <laughs> Her hand is slowly reaching under the table and... Oh, not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you lose again, Getro Man. And I'd love to see how this patron explains the Alfredo spill to his Remax agent wife. <laughs> I have to tell you, the only reason I sent that is it was an audience of one. I really wanted to see if I could I could crack up Kirk. I couldn't give a shit less if the audience liked it or not. I just wanted to see if I could get him to laugh at that. 
I was I was in the car awaiting a painful crown to be put on and I am like dying in my car. I'm just laughing to the point of choking. That's it, it was good. And I think Kirk Kirk did Kirk did get a kick out of that one. Um Somebody yeah. might have reached out to me and said uh, that they recently heard the story at a, at a casino, and apparently <laughs> all the details that I had were 100% correct. <laughs> well, and I don't even know where I, f- I don't even remember where I even heard that story. You heard it from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And where do you think I heard it from? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> I got another one, by the way. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, I, haven't, I haven't done it yet, but the let's Dino, just say. The Dino stories are legendary from what but I But let's just it's say the, that Two Pump might be on his way uh, to Maine at sunset. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, man. I'm just. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> So let's start, okay. Let's wrap. So so okay. So to bring it back, the barstool investigator guy, right? Do we still want to talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. So he he doxes me. Craziness. I get I get crazy. I get mad. Um, I create a couple burner accounts. Um, one of them with a picture of Terrence Malick's uh, Terrence Malick, and the other one with a picture of a porterhouse steak. Um, and start DMing him about information, saying I've got information about other people. Blah 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 blah. All that sort of stuff, um, and essentially, what happens is I I utilize some of the BJBSJ guys to um, who are great, who are the fucking they're the salt of the earth. They, they are you know first again always. Um, is this a terrible thing for me to say? I don't I don't think this is a terrible thing for me to say. So I'm going to preface that I've likened uh, Iron Mike Irons, yeah, as, as I guess he's going by on his he's, very he's, good podcast. He's great on that podcast. I love his voice, Iron Mike Irons, and and. Dave Brown, mm-hmm. they're like Shin Fein, and then the rest of those guys are the IRA, and I mean Maybe. that as a compliment. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, they're, because they're, those are like that's your political arm there. They're the akin reasonable to guys. They are. They're akin to anonymous. Yes, but those other say. guys, I, I mean, World War II Felder, with gr- them. great investigator. I mean, these guys, some of the, these guys just know how they're they're internet professionals. They're professional when I see, internet. When people. I see Craig Bernard polar bear or whatever he calls himself you get scared i get right out of the way yep you have to you have to with those right guys. I, oh, great go yep. i'm out of your way so anyway they were able to i guess somebody was able to email him a link and this link was able to show the ip address and the link i think the message said something loved your piece on mhb but i can't believe you missed this gem and then of course he's going to click that link so he clicks the link and it shows his precise location of his employment. From there, easy work. You go, you look, you find a list of people employed there. You cross-reference it with names of people on social and see who follows Barstool. Very easy search features when you can search on Instagram, Barstool's following, see who they follow, see the names of the people following. Very, very easy work. Bada bing, bada boom, done, right? Thing of beauty. Figure it out right there. You got him. Got him dead to rights. And he knows it. And the Barstool investigator deleted his account because he was scared, because he knew that I knew who did it. Now, I did DM with the Barstool investigator after the um, the email to my employer, and I am 99.9% positive that he did not email my employer, the investigator, that he's totally separate to this. Well, um, I think it's that wacko that everybody's known about for years. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, I was, it was behind, behind me, you know, I, I, you know, I figured out, I figured the best way to, 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 is to get in front of it. Now that this guy's doxing me, putting my name out there, I'm like, fuck it. What do I have to to be afraid of? I'm just going to change my Twitter handle to my real name. 
So I did that for a little bit just to show the guy like, fuck you, I'm not gonna be afraid of you. So I did that. Um, and that's why I changed the name. And then I then it got quiet for a minute once we figured out who it was and, and I thought that everything was over. Um, and then I, I'm hiking, uh, I'm up in Lake Tahoe, we're hiking in, 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 in the mountains up there. And I get a call from somebody at my work. And, uh, and, and he says, hey, hey, John, um, are you on your, do you have access to your email by any chance? And I said, no. And he, and he said, oh, he's like, he's like, well, somebody named Andy Dufresne sent an email to the entire company calling you a racist, Nazi, bigot, homophobe, all this other stuff. And at first I was like, oh, I was like, don't fuck with me like that. Like, well, what? Like, what are you talking about? And then I, then it hits me. Oh, Andy Dufresne is the Capote. Don-. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, can you send me the screenshots of it? Can you do it? So I'm like, so he sends me the screenshot that I put out. And he's like, listen, I already put a ticket in with IT. They're going to see if they can recall it from everybody's inbox, from their Outlook. Um, and, and they were I'm sig- very corporate. Yeah, I, they that, were. That, I, I have a flashback just hearing uh, putting in an IT ticket there. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so SR one, four, five, seven, eight. There were, there were people that saw it, um, but thankfully the people they reached, they were there were uh, a few people that reached out to me saying like, "Hey, it's bullshit that somebody like like so." A lot of people assumed that it was some sort of disagreement online, and were like, "It's bullshit that people you know that people can't just disagree that they have to like try and ruin other people's lives." I did get a couple like a couple I shouldn't say a couple one person that I didn't even know at my company reached out to me about that. Um, and I talked to the people at my company and everything was fine. It was a weird conversation talking to the IT people about it um, and explaining to my boss kind of like what and why it happened. Um, but, you know, thankfully, the, the, when you have a reputation and it doesn't match what somebody, what some random anonymous troll says, um, then it, it, it's a little bit harder for them to ruin your life at that point. But it does, to me, it does, it is sad that we live in, we live in a time now where if I don't like somebody, I'm going to try and get them fired and ruin their life. And, and, and like, that's, it's really kind of pathetic. Uh, and it, it's one thing, like, if you, like, it'd be one thing do you see if like, you know, the same thing happened to Turtle Boy, um, where Tur- Turtle Boy was a teacher and he was doing his blog. But if you read the stuff that Turtle Boy puts out and the stuff that I put out, I don't always agree with how Turtle Boy does his business. Like yeah, he's, some of the he's stuff, a little bit of a flamethrower. Yeah. The, some of the stuff he's calling, he's like saying people like, like calling people pigs and like horse faces and stuff like, and like, and being very, like he doesn't, he just lets it fly. I feel like I'm pretty diplomatic. I, you know, I'll call somebody out, but I won't be disrespectful. I mean, I'll do it in a way. I mean, I, I can be disrespectful, but never in a way that I find aggressive or unwarranted or at least excessive is what I would say. No. Um, only when you're doing a solo podcast and you're talking about me, Blind Mike, Steve Robinson, Dave Cullinane. Yeah. But but that's just one time. But so but so we so basically this was traced back to the Capote the Capote Duncan guy. Um by again those the BJBSJ guys were able to do you know a lot of a pretty good job from what I understand um, finding out who that guy is. I was actually when when they explained how it happened it was very it was it was actually baffling how easy it was for them to find out who he was um the guy's youtube channel is the same as his former twitter handle and also he has a instagram channel that followed just his account of the real guy (laughs) and the pictures on the instagram channel are the same as the videos on his youtube channel and then from there you've got the name and then from there you're fucking golden so it's people have been looking for this guy for years it's true i mean so i do give them credit 
I do give them credit that they were able to find it. But this guy has been going back and forth with people for years. He's a guy that threatened to come fight Jared Carabas, that he was going to come, you know, assault him and hurt him. Uh, this was in 2016, 2017. He's a guy that uh, that is friend friendly with um, with Brian Riccio and, and some other uh, uh, people on the internet. Um, and, and and you know, he's a guy that that. He also went after some people. Um, he went after Kirk, uh, and and I went after him. Um, but it, it, my thing is like, let Twitter beef be Twitter beef. Like I would never contact his employer. I would never try and get him fired from his job. Now, if he's saying shit that's harassing and harmful to people, and he's condoning, he's telling people to kill themselves, and he's saying all sorts of shit that it, that that is conduct that can get you banned off Twitter. If he gets reported and banned because people don't like what he says, that's on him. Right. I did. So what happened with him, the reason he went after me is that, as I said, two weeks before the Barstool investigator guy doxed me, he was he was doxing me and sending my name, sending my name to Albright. And this was in the midst of Albright threatening to sue. So I'm like, oh, shit, now Albright has my name. And I was I was getting you know, I was I was upset about it. So, of course, I reported it. I reported the tweet that he that he put my name out there. Because you can't do that. That's do- you're, you're doxing me. You're trying to get, give my information out to a guy that you dislike. And I just didn't like that. So I reported the tweet. Um, and ultimately, I got a notification saying that his account was suspended because of it. Because it violated Twitter's rules on hateful conduct. Clearly, that pissed him off because every he is because he loves his Twitter account, and I get that he loves his Twitter account. That's fine. Yeah, but he's got vile stuff. Every time he gets banned, it's because it's not like he's getting banned unjustly. He's getting banned because he says really vile shit on his Twitter. Um, so he he gets banned, and the day like literally literally DEC Friday, I get screenshots from people saying looks like looks like he like I, I got uh, screenshots from people saying this is you did you get him banned how did this happen looks like Capote's gone Saturday what happens I get the email to my employer too big of a coincidence right way too big of a coincidence I think this is a lot it says a lot about society if I don't agree with you you must be silenced and you must be eliminated and all over a Twitter account that's what I think is the craziest part is that I don't think he would have done it if his Twitter account didn't get banned you know what I mean and and I've got you know there there's his intermediaries that that Chris uh, Steati lady on Twitter you know who that is she's got the picture of like the painting and she always defends him you know she 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 has been his intermediary yeah, I'm, I'm not that I'm not that deep into it all you yeah. have to do is say that he's associated with Riccio who as far as I'm concerned is is the cockroach of social media so the reason I know the worst of the worst so so the, the problem is that in the email the picture that was sent was not, was was a picture that was screenshotted by Riccio Riccio is the one that because I can tell because he's using some like not real version of the of LinkedIn like if you go to my LinkedIn page even on mobile or on the computer and you were to take a screenshot of my face it wouldn't look like it wouldn't look like the screenshot that he had right the screenshot he had was like based like some like maybe his phone font is big maybe he was using some weird like you know obama phone or who who the fuck knows but whatever it was it was a very unique screenshot so and it's the same image that was used in the email so i was like okay it's, i think that riccio gave this to him so i i was able to find out through some memes that i won't discuss how but i was able to find out that riccio was corresponding and dming with this uh this this duncan character um behind the scenes and that is why to bring this full circle i 
contact a Riccio um, to inquire. And the, the funny part about it is that Riccio, it's 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 pretty crazy. Those two claims I made that he a recorded it and b you know basically said that he he hopes that I get raped, gang raped by gorillas. Him vehemently denying it and the the ease with which he denied it and lied about it just I think it, it goes to show how comfortable this guy is lying and being a bad actor. Uh, and it really is alarming, honestly, when you see how comfortable this guy is lying about things. Oh, he's um, on the far end of the bell curve. He's he's the worst of the worst. He's a very he's a very vile human being. But the thing is, is that thankfully, you know, here's what I know. And he called me screaming about, you know, saying that I can't believe it. How dare you call me before I have, a, you know, I've had my blunt in the morning. And, and it, you know, he didn't have to pick up the phone. That's the other thing. He didn't have to pick. He didn't. He, he's also, you know, high, high on his oats right now because um, or high in the hog, I should say. Right. Because he is. Uh, He's getting retweeted by Barstool, and, and the Barstool personalities are tweeting. He's become a little bit of. He's having his fifteen minutes of fame, which more power to. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Like I even told him, he's like, he's like, you really think I give a shit about you? He's like, he's like, you're, he's like, yes, you're, he he's, does. He's like, you're a shit stain on on the on the bottom of my underwear, and, I, and I'm like, I don't. He's like, oh, yeah, that's, that was his exact what a his, visual. His words, not mine, right? And I'm sure that they're those that the, 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 they are. They, they probably are. they're probably like tidy whiteies. <laughs> And they haven't been bleached, and they've got holes in oh, the bottom. Jesus. And there's just like these dingleberries that are hanging from like the stitching that you just can't get out. And he and it's inside out, right side in, inside out, and it just keeps going. Now you know the, uh, the, the thing. The thing with Riccio is and, that and the and the poop now because of all of what he does is is like a mustard yellow, <laughs> and it splatters. Anyway. The thing with Riccio is that you know he. This isn't the first time he's every gone. once in a while little blood spurts in there. <laughs> DC, stop, stop. The thing with Riccio is that this isn't the first time he's gone after somebody's job. It's not, and I know that for a fact um, that he's gone after people's he, jobs in the past. He hates he's, he's actually, everyone. He's actually gotten people fired from jobs in the past. Right, so this is a trend with him. Um, but and, and honestly, when you read it, it reads more like Riccio, the, the email, than it did. And, and I've, I've tweeted it out, but I think it says something, um, you know, to the extent of why is this? Uh, hold on, I can pull it up here. Um, why is this racist, misogynist piece of shit working at? And then it puts my employer's name. Please advise. Thank you. Um, and it said he sent it to me. And a hundred and thirty-three uh, other individuals. How do you think he got? How do you get that list? That's a good question. So somebody at my company was was curious, and I know that Steve Robinson, Conspiracy Steve over here, uh, thinks that I fabricated this. And there are actually some that that Christiani lady on Twitter thinks that I'm lying about it. Thinks that I did like I faked it and did this all for attention. Um, my quite a hoax. So th- there's a couple. Of, there's a couple. I think that they, they were able to find it either through some sort of distribution lists um, that are that were available online, or through some online directories that did contain the emails of people, um, or also possibly from from LinkedIn um, that they were able to send it to. Because it was it was actually it was not just sent to people in my office locally. It was sent to other connections I have that work in my company. That's a lot of work if you're going through LinkedIn. I agree. It must have been it's a, a lot, lot of, work. of work. It must have been a lot of work. But I mean, it doesn't. But a guy ch- like Riccio, you know, who's getting his internet for free or $10 a month and is blowing blunts all day, he might have the time to do that. So whoever did it has some time on their hands. Um, 
Yeah, whoever did the legwork, I guess I should say, but the person that sent it, they were able to track it down, and it was the it was it was the the uh, the domain um, that they were able to get was the domain associated with the individual that was that that was doxed uh, that not it was doxed, but that was revealed by BJBSJ. Um, they were able to trace it back to that to to, to him specifically. Um, and, uh, and, and and the other thing that, that they actually found is that they were able to see who else the email was sent to outside of the company um, and then the other names associated with it. And um, my, my boss was talking to me today and he said that the other name that they saw associated with it was, um, he's like, I can't remember the last name, but it was, the, it was, it was somebody named Bob. And he said, does that yeah. name mean anything to you? And I just, I, I kind of had my, uh, my stomach turned a, a little bit when I heard that part. Um, and you know, I, I actually sense that I've seen the full report um, that that shows more information when it, you know how they trace the IP. But I mean, this is we're talking about bank level security here that is warding off phishing threats and hackers and things of that nature. So, however sophisticated this guy thought he was being with this Gmail or whatever account that he was using, it's no match for big business with millions and millions of dollars at their disposal um, when it comes to finding people out and dealing with threats like this. So, um, you know, just I would say be be a little bit wiser when it comes to attacking people's jobs uh, in, in the future. Um, so that's how that happened. And, and, and here we are today. So are we going to get, are we going to get a lull here? We're not going to get any calls to Barstool Radio where you run into problems. I mean, I've, um, I've thought one or two times about calling into KFC when KFC's doing his solo shows because apparently that's like a thing now. Like, he does these shows by himself and we'll... I, I think he's been listening... All, I think Kirk has been rubbing off on him because he really likes the... He's, he starts to... When he does these solo shows, he brings in like wacky, crazy people and he's he's kind of taking the Kirk Minahan model a little bit when he's doing his solo shows. It's actually kind of interesting to see if you go back and look at how he's approaching his shows when he's solo hosting on CCK. Um, but yeah, are you I think, a fan of his talent, or do you just not like him personally? Oh no, I love I love KFC. I do. I think he was involved. Maybe I, I would li- I love for him. It's also content, so I'm always thinking. Find it hard to believe, but you, uh, okay. So 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 DC, explain to me how a guy with three hundred thousand followers sees that in five minutes while he's on the air and then decides to talk about it. Uh, I think it's coincidental. I just, I'm just not buying into by a conspiracy. I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy guy. By coincidence, he saw, he looked at a guy's account with zero followers, clicked on because the guy didn't even tweet the name. He would have had to click on the actual picture he posted. The picture was of a Word document where he typed up the information, zoomed in, and read it. You're saying he did all that while on the air hosting a show. I don't, I don't see it. Okay, listen, you're, but that's still not an explanation, though. You're not giving me an explanation of how he did that. The, yeah, there's no way he did that. There's no way. He, you're he lucky knew. I can sit through this without my head exploding. This is a lot for me does to Does it absorb. not make any sense? Does everything, I, does everything I just said make zero sense to you? I believe it was the Proud Boys, to be <laughs> quite honest. Aren't the Proud Boys conservative, though? I guess I have no idea. I only really know who the Proud Boys are because of you. Like, I heard you mention it one time, and then I heard Anthony Cumia talk about it. And yeah. Like, oh, that's who MHB's talking about. So, so do you see, do you think that, I mean, so what do you think I should do? You think I should just, because, I mean, you know, pe- there are people saying, listen, like, just stop being, stop going after people, stop trying to be so aggressive. No, just I said go more after positive. people who deserve to be gone after, but pick your spots, you know, do your thing. I don't know if lay low, just, just do whatever you do. 
Yeah, I you mean, you don't have to go after everyone. I had, I actually had some people in my life that are close to me saying, "Why don't you just talk? Do like a like a like a show where you just talk about sports?" And I looked at this person and I just said, oh, "You have no idea what you're saying, do you?" Uh, I totally. <laughs> so this this my sports are Kirk Menahan. When Kirk gets upset about when I say things like, "But I'd that like Bears game, though, Rogan." DEC, I got to tell you, that Bears game set the NFL back a hundred years. I, it did. I did. Who Can you score a, a fucking touchdown? My God, did you see that one play where they've got the wide receiver? The whole field opens up. It's like the Red Sea. He parts the Red Sea. It opens right up. Receiver you have right 29, there. You have twenty-nine year old players taking normal hits that eventually have to have a liter of blood taking out of their leg. That's not normal. It's not a normal sport. I agree, right? I think I think CT. So my my sport is Kirk Minahan, and that's why I'm rooting for my team to be the number one. That's why I want him to overtake Rogan. So I'm uh, going to give some ideas. Did you see Tyreek Hill just sign a new contract? How outraged are you? Give me your take. <sighs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll turn around. We'll play this game. Yeah, I can't. No, you can't, can't do it. Do my first. Okay, so I agree. I think that you know. I think that you know. Maybe if we, do, I think. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven six one seven seven people, seven nine. I see you. Uh, I see you, uh, Larry from Newburyport, on the phone. We'll get to you later. Some people told me I should do less opinion. We should. We should just not do opinion. We should only do like ah, bullshit. Like how how uh, how the real K and C did it. Like just do like no opinion. Recap it. That sort of thing. Give your feedback on stuff, but don't actually have any content that you create yourself. Everything's riffing off the show. So no. there's, there's been a lot of people that have been saying, listen, you know, but I think the moral of the story holds true that if you are going to go after people, there you have to be okay with the repercussions. I think I just you know, need I, to- I take it all back. I'm giving you advice here, and my advice is- don't change anything. Just do, do whatever the hell you do because you're just going to do whatever you do anyways. That, that. And just live with the consequences and maybe you don't have to react to everything. Yeah. I think that's, I, I'm telling you, that's what it is. It's like a good prank phone call. You react to everything. Speaking of, um, so you think Helen Keller uh, is, a, is, is an asshole, right? The, the guy doing the Twitter account? Uh, I want to be careful now uh, because... Because you think he's going to shoot you. Well, th no, there's a little bit of that. I, I just... You think he he's, has mentally, been fine. he's mentally so let unstable? Me wa let me walk you through here. Um, so he, he, yeah, he, might be a he might be a little off. I've, me, got, uh, I've got it a little off. Let me, let me give you a little bit of background. So Let me give you a little I, bit of background. Is that I'm, I've, I've, been, I've been hearing that uh, some people uh, in... Uh, that, first of all, I've been, I've, there are rumors that he may be in studio on, uh, on Monday. Second off, there are, there are concerns from um, a, a large Protestant man um, about uh, physical altercations. So I'll just give you a little tease there. Oh, for Christ's sakes. From who? The two people who've been this physical altercation, there'd be a slapping incident. It will be like the Three Stooges, basically. It's like when Mo and Larry are like, ah, nyum, nyum, nyum. like it'll be that sort of situation, I, I really think. But, you know, there are concerns. I know that Pepper Spray will be in the studio. I know that Steve's also always packing heat, too. I mean, he's a he's a, he's an open carry sort of guy. <laughs> uh, Steve, Steve's the guy that goes to the Walmart and buys the bag of Doritos with his AK hanging over his shoulder. That's yeah. basically Steve Robinson. You, so here's what I think is going on with Steve Robinson. You look at him, and he's got that little Ichabod act going uh, that his – he just kind of – he kind of looks a little – I don't want to, okay, I'm going to go all in. He, you know, he looks a little dorky from time to time. And I just know that he's got like a YouTube prepper channel where he's got the sunglasses and the camo and stuff. And he's telling you how to dig in your basement so you can make it through the blast waves that are coming. Mm -hmm. I think as, as straight as he comes off, I think there's a lot of crazy in Steve Robinson. A lot. 
Well, I we got to peel off those layers because there is some wacky shit going on with him. Uh, but yeah. it's deep. It's deep in his psyche. If you get down there, we're going to see some really crazy stuff with Steve Robinson. There's some darkness there. I would agree. A lot of darkness. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, talk, he's telling PK jokes. I mean, I felt I felt like I was back at my 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 Christian university there. Um, no, so you. I, so, I got to tell you, I didn't even get that. So, so give oh, me the backstory about you and Helen Keller in. All right, so I don't even know how I don't even know how way, I got acquainted with him. It's not Helen Keller. It's um, what's his name, Rich Kelleher. Yeah, I don't even remember how I got acquainted with him. I have, I don't remember at all. Uh, somehow he, I think he got a hold of me. Maybe he emailed me and said he was a fan and i think i put something out there saying i needed some help getting sound cuts for the weekend review and he was sending me stuff now he was also sending me scripts to write which wasn't in my voice i i did go to i did go to school for communications i took some journalism classes i've done some news writing so i kind of know what i'm doing and i'm good i'm good with the news writing but anything where you can say this sound happened here this sound happened there that's helpful this is a lot to do and at the same time, I know he was helping Dave and Dave was also saying, keep your guard up. And I gave him stuff, think it was harmless. And he had walked me through an escalation of things with Dave. Then I got an email today from him where I saw that he's starting to copy Steve Robinson on every email coming to me. This is That's sort a little of the weird. Same. That's a little There's, passive aggressive move. There are the same path that started with Dave seems to be starting with me. And I'm like, eh, I, let I'm me ask you this. Can I ask so you this? this? DC, why on the planet would the Minifan show need to ask or CC Steve Robinson? We're our own thing. We're not affiliated with the show. Like we are. No, and every time we Steve are, Robinson but like, Steve, gives us an idea, it's bad. Like we don't report to Steve Robinson. Like I'm, we just don't. Like Steve Robinson, MHB, MHB don't report to no one. That's what I gotta say, except for my company, who I love. Um, but, but no, like I heard MHB reports to Steve Robinson. <laughs> DC, DC, you hear? MHB, MHB has to ask permission before he tweets something out. I heard Steve Robinson can't go to the bathroom without asking. <laughs> I love how they act like I don't tweet shit. Like I tweet shit out every day from the show account. It's just you know, and mine are usually the best ones. But did you hear what happened to Cullinane? He lost an account. So he's so, not even running the Instagram so get, account so, anymore. So let me get this straight. There was a period in time where where Helen Kelleher had access to both the Minifan show no, account ne- and the Kirk Minahan show account. He never had access to Kirk's Instagram account. That never happened. My source says that never happened. Okay. So where are we getting this information from him? Who? Kelleher. I'm sorry. I'm missing something here. So where are we Kelleher's getting the information him. that Kelleher had access to the Kirk Minahan show account on Insta? I think they're getting concerned. I think they're getting confused because I did give him access to the Minifan Instagram account because I needed help with that because I, I really didn't know what to do with that thing. And I think they got confused with him having the Mena fan account as opposed to the Mena Han account. But Dave never gave that up. He came close to giving it up. So let's just say that he doesn't have access to either account now. Interesting. Okay. How, so you. So what did he say when you revoked his access? Because he's been DMing me on Instagram like a lot. Uh, I sent him a very kind of polite but firm email saying, I'm friends with Dave. 
I know that things are escalating with you. I just want to be clear that this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm going to do. And if things get a little ugly, I'm not going to use what you're sending me. I'm not going to give you access to the Instagram account. That, that That's something I'm going to reserve the right to do. I'm just setting some boundaries here. And after I sent that, I saw a few other things. And then I saw on the Instagram account that he posted a direct message or a text exchange that he had with Cullinane. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. We're not, we're not putting texts to people on, on social media. We're not doing that. And then he put on the, the blind mic gambling website thing. I'm like, I'm not giving free advertising to, to Kirk's show. They, they don't, they don't need us to put free advertising up. We're small of an audience, but if they want to buy something from us, buy from us. Yeah. Why am I going to give them free stuff? It just, it just, it doesn't feel right. I can't quite put my finger on anything and it doesn't feel good talking about this, but it just, I'm putting my finger on something that just doesn't feel right. Mm. If you see something, say something to EC. So spit it out. So spit it out. You don't like the guy. You don't like him. No, I I think he, I I don't know. I did. You're equivocating. Do you like him or not? You like Rich Keller in or no? It doesn't always have to be like that. It doesn't have to be black and white. There are shades of gray. Ah, I see. Okay. I I think he's okay. okay. I think he has an opportunity to redeem himself. Okay. Listen, I'll, uh, here's what I'll say. But there's just some stuff that happened and I'll get mocked for it, but I do trust Dave Cullinane. I think Dave is a good guy. And if they have the both of them in the studio, uh, I would put my gambling money on Dave Cullinane. There's um, there's some darkness with Dave too. You know. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I mean, there's some darkness. There's a lot, that's the common theme of the Minivan show is that there's a lot of darkness everywhere. Um, it's it, it's it's kind of interesting. Um, but uh, you know, I think the thing with the thing with uh with with Cullinane is that he's he responds aggressively, and I think that it seems to me the take is that Kelleher doesn't like that but then i i you know there there's a lot of there's i think the rap with kelleher is i'm going to get friendly with you and get in so i can take over for you i'm getting in to try and kick you out and take over your stuff so i can get close to kirk so so it's coattails kelleher it seems like that coattails kelleher that's part there you go sense i don't get that sense for dave that dave is trying to get in and torpedo people all and right. maybe I'm naive. Speaking of Kotel, so so let's let's um let's take let's take a listen. <clears throat> DM today at 147 on my personal Instagram. Clearly he doesn't even listen to listen up dummies where I berated him for like having the, you know, why is he reaching out to me on my personal Instagram? Uh, hey John, not sure you've heard today's pod, but I'm going to but I'm going on Monday. Going in on Monday, he should say. Needless to say, I'm incredibly nervous, which I'm sure you can appreciate. Any tips or advice? Don't talk before the show starts, question mark. Anything that you have to share would be great. So here's what I would say. You want to take the microphone and, and, and aim it to the corner of your mouth because that's going to keep the plosives down. This is what now, I said to him. I said outside of that, what I would do is if there's a break in the action, you want to look at Kirk and say, Kirk, how am I doing? I just want to know how I'm doing. I think I'm doing okay, but I'm a little bit nervous and I really would like <laughs> oh, it's better. Listen, some feedback. Can you see, listen to what I said. I said, I said, just go in and be yourself. Kirk is actually a really nice guy. You sh- I would suggest bringing him a coffee with cream and two sugars and an everything bagel toasted with cream cheese. He will like that for sure. I would also like I would also 
recommend taking a picture with him before the show starts and also seeing if he's willing to sign a picture of his uh, a picture autograph of himself that you can print out. He's, he's always very cool with stuff. Too. He's always cool with stuff like that. After the show, there's a nice little cafe around the corner. I would recommend you ask him if he'd like to grab coffee and talk more about your business opportunities. Best of luck, John. That, that's a good message, right? I think. I think it's a great. I think it's good advice. You think Kirk will like that? I think. I think everything I said is exactly what Kirk would appreciate from this yes. guy. Um, and uh, and then he said, right. Uh, I'm a little less worried about me and a little more worried about Colinane trying to assault me. All bullshit and jokes aside, he takes things very seriously. And Kirk has set me up an alley-oop for me to come in and be be a sarcastic asshole who is Kirk's friend, who has known Kirk forever, and doesn't even really want to be in the studio to meet him like it's no big deal. All to make Cullinane go fucking insane. He's really got a hard-on for Cullinane, which I don't understand. Again, I like Cullinane. Cullinane is, is bland. I said, I said, I think acting like you're best friends with Kirk is the way to go. When you go in in the morning, make sure to give him a fist bump. No, there's that. There's that. <laughs> He's going to be, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Have so, you seen pictures of Dave? Cullinane? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've met him. Yeah. In person. Yeah. The, the pictures of him, he looks like, what is he, like 6'2", 150 pounds? No, he's my height. He's like six foot. Oh, I'm bigger than both of you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's he's you know yeah he's 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 a regular looking dude. He's a regular but guy. He doesn't he doesn't look like he's, he's going to take on the world. But Cullinane, I think, is full of surprises. I'm I'm team Cullinane through and through. I always have been, always will be. I'm a big team Cullinane guy. Want to do Roman here? Do you see? No, he's going to get so mad at me. How about Troll Socks? I think we should do. Honestly, I think we where the get, hell have they been? We should get Troll Socks to sponsor this podcast. We could easily do. You want to do an ad read for Troll Socks right now? No, but I, I do want to. I do want to tell you about this mac and cheese thing. <laughs> Wait, I think I think I saw that. Is, is it is what, what? Tell me about this mac and cheese thing, DEC. I uh, uh, the uh, Boston market is giving away what a two thousand uh, pounds of mac and cheese. What? So you could do this as a uh, annuity where the two thousand pounds has an interest rate where you uh, you accrue. One and a half pounds. Obviously, if only or, um, I get all at once. If only there was a sound where we could play that would mimic the the euphoric feeling I get when I gulp down some mac and cheese. If only there was a sound I could play. I don't know. If only there was Maybe a that sound. Might be, that might be very hard. If only. No. <laughs> if only. Oh, let me let me take one more bite. Here we go. Mm. No. Oh, mm, that's good. That's some. And where can we find this mac and cheese? Oh, you can find this mac and cheese at uh, any of your local Boston markets. Is it? What, yeah. What's the? Isn't there a special they're running? I, I, I think. Have you seen that? You, I, uh, everybody knows that you can go and be part of their uh, their kids club. <laughs> yes. And when you do that, if you buy uh, enough chickens for uh, a week, it's possible <laughs> that you could be in the winning for that luscious, cheesy gooeyness. What? Now, uh, Danielle, don't say that I've never paid to go in there myself, that I wouldn't even bring my wallet. Oh, well, that, listen, this guy, he hasn't, he, he hasn't opened that wallet in, in 100 years. He opens that and, and cobwebs fall out of that wallet. Am I uh, right? We have, 
we have fake take can over here. Fake take can. Uh, 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 I think I think that uh, I think it's a false flag operation. I uh, uh, you know what? I think that Tom Brady is actually molesting his own children. Did, did well, you know that? Right, but but Ken wants to say who he's been to boss the market with. Drunk Eric Curtis. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Uh, I, I don't think this is good radio. I think that, actually that's, that's what bad. that's what Curtis is thinking. You mean yeah, hostage tape Curtis. There needs to be a fucking. By the way, if you're if you've made it this far into the Menafan show, can we get a hostage tape Curtis parody account? Because that's really <laughs> hostage tape Curtis is all on air. Curtis is nowadays. It's, it's hostage tape Curtis. Curtis. I mean H T C. That's actually a good. Uh, Twitter handle HCC hostage tape Curtis needs to be a parody account by the end of this show. Um, this episode also brought to you by our good friends at Troll Socks. Um, if you like our, their custom-made socks to match any foot universal size, they've got uh, some surprise socks for the Minifans. Is that right, DC? Uh, yeah, they they uh, they do. Uh, <sighs> I'm sorry. You know what? When I when I get when I am at my home and I'm drinking a little bit of my 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 little uh, my little pour over coffee and I'm and I've got you know the fireplace on and I'm you know I'm listening to the to the to the Philly trash people outside rummaging through looking for used needles. What I really like to feel cozy is I like a nice pair of 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 Kirk Minahan's socks on my feet. Uh. They just really I think they lighten the mood um, and I think they honestly really add a lot to the ambiance. And let me tell you, my partner she can't get enough of those Kirk Minahan socks. Fantastic. All I got to do, in fact, what I do is I slide in our kitchen. I slide, ac- I slide across the hardwood floor completely naked in those in those troll socks. It's the best. It's, I'm telling you, DEC, mock it all you want. It works. It works on par with Roman swipes. So if you want to improve your sex life as well, troll socks, way to go. So let me finish the fucking story. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else we need to get? Oh, um, before before we go. So I think that I'm going to – I think we've decided I should probably turn over a new leaf, right? I should stop um, being like, – yeah, I started after- this whole thing with you should turn over a new leaf and, and ended up with, eh, just do whatever you do. I think I'm just going to make an effort to be nicer. Um, people don't ch- people don't change. No, I'm going to – They don't change. I'm going to be a nicer guy. Um, oh, by the way, um, K. Marco, what a fucking pussy he is, right? What about him? I just want—I just felt like saying that K. Marco, the editor in chief of Barstool, is a fucking pussy. You know what I've heard? I've heard that he's—he's he's, he's a little—he's a little here, here sad, scared like. corporate stooge boy, corporate K. Marco. I'm not—I'm not a big fan, and this is the reason I, I don't really like Kirk Minahan much. I heard that <laughs> anybody that says horrible, terrible things about Aaron Andrews is just the gutless. Oh, I know. Puke. In fact, I've heard that you need to fire people that say bad yes. uh, stuff about Aaron Andrews. You should suspend them. You should fire them. You should hang them by their penis. You should uh, it's kind of whip funny. them by their balls. It's kind of funny, though. You should. I, um, I think in 2011, there was a Barstool uh, article by K. Marco. I think it said... Um, How did that get through the editorial review? I, I honestly have no idea, but it said something to the extent of stuck up and then I'm not going to repeat it here for fears of people taking it out of context, but the, he actually refers to Aaron Andrews as the C-word. Stuck up C-word, Aaron Andrews turns down autograph for little kid. Who the fuck wants an autograph from Aaron? And then there's a link to the story. Now, the story looks like it's been actually taken down from Barstool. Uh, I'm assuming that um, the corporate scrubbers uh, of 2019, Huffstool, didn't like that, uh, the, 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 the vulgar language. In fact, we can only use vulgar language on Barstool when it's in 
reference to something like sporting activity or mm-hmm. selling vodka. We're talking about fraternities or maybe basic bitches, right? That's that's kind of what that's the nature, that's the spirit of cursing at Barstool, but we don't want to use it in a derogatory way. Not at all. It's not like um in fact, I really think that Kirk should still apologize for calling Aaron Andrews a gutless bitch. I think that he he hasn't apologized enough for that. Um, I don't think he's apologized enough for the Albright thing. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, um, you know, you know what I'd like? I'd like to see Kirk go to a tour of military bases all over the country and personally apologize and, you know, stand in, stand up and they walk down like they're, people walk down like they're walking for communion and he apologizes to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, a guy like K. Marco, he really cares about the military. Yeah. So he cares about the military, but he also cares about the content because he would never let something fly through. Oh, no. That would like be talking about a person who recently died and then we make fun of them. No, he would never, he would never, ever, ever he's, let he's anything controversial. He does. He does. He does. He is, you know, that, you know, the, um, the gif of, uh, of Kramer and Newman in the kitchen with sausages and they're like cutting up sausages and stuff. That's basically how he goes. That's his editor in chief. When, once he gets his red pen on someone's blog post, it's all, all the controversy just scrubbed right right out of it i gotta tell you do you know what do you think i agree with you thank you now, Dino. now uh k marco would never let something through that no shouldn't be there that, oh, uh, do you That's guys hear right. the uh the ice cream truck uh rolling by here um yeah k marco and he's also a guy that wouldn't you know use vulgar language that could be misconstrued on twitter he, no. he would never he would never let's say um tweet about a, a picture of a high school uh, student saying something like um holding his girlfriend's purse like a good little bitch boy i don't think he would ever bully a high school student like that do you he, think that somebody like a k marco a low-level guy who sits at the end of the bench would he be petty no, I don't think he was the type of guy that would hold a grudge uh, against somebody because of a you know because uh, because they followed all the editorial channels and um, and and asked a question that they already knew about. I don't, I don't think he would be petty in, in the least bit and try and take it out on that person and make their life you difficult. You ever see all the president's men? Of course. He reminds me of uh, Jason Robards. Oh, the sure. Ben Bradley character. Okay. They're they're about the only thing that doesn't remind me is I think that K Marco. He reminds me of Joseph theme. Gobbles for me personally, but I mean, Gettables. is it is it Gettables? Gettables. Uh, whatever. What, yeah, you sure sure you would know. You host the Nazi alt right podcast, didn't you? See the emails to my company. Yeah, me and the the Proud Boys, we do that <laughs> together. And our next episode, we have Blind Mike on as our as a special guest. We're going to talk about Leni Rufenstahl <laughs> and her <laughs> propaganda films. Jesus Christ, he's a big fan of Mike. What do you think of Leni Rufenstahl? What do you think, Mike? <laughs> oh, that, that's you, Mike. I I couldn't agree with you more, bud. Mike, what did, did you what did you think about Scarlett Johansson coming out and defending um defending Woody Allen today? What did you think about that, Mike? <laughs> I you know what, Mike? I got it. Come on, Mike. Woody Allen's a scumbag, right? I mean, he's he's, he's a guy that that you know that was. <sighs> oh, come on, Mike. You know, come on. Don't don't defend him like that. Really, come on. You can at least call Woody Allen a, a rapist. He's a scumbag. He's a pedophile. <laughs> Oh, you think pedophilia is funny, Mike? Do you? You think that's fucking? <laughs> oh, Mike, fuck you, Mike. Come on, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, what? You know what, Mike? Oh, come, stop. Really, <laughs> really. I know you got to put the phone so close. Is that a picture of your mom, Mike? Why? What are you? Yeah. Don't do that, Mike. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, fettuccine everywhere. Jesus Christ. It's Alfredo. <laughs> it's maggot. Not for Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get out of here. We did enough. This is good. No. This is uh, 
this was a this was a fun uh, this was fun this to is get therapeutic back. for you. Oh yeah, I feel so much better now. This is great. So this is another one of these things that I'll look back and say I don't remember a goddamn thing I said. All right. All right, everybody. All right. Talk to you. Good weekend.